hobby with reckless abandon. Why, hello. Hello. Wow, wow, really loud. And welcome to Season 25, Episode 3 of Happy Jack's RPG Podcast. My name is Stu. My name is Kimmy. And I'm Tappy. And this episode of Happy Jack's RPG Podcast is sponsored by EasyRollerDice.com. Yes. And I'm checking right now to see if I have what I need. They are awesome. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. Wait, is Easy Rider the one where everybody easy dies roller. at the end? Easy Roller. Yeah, but Easy Rider, is that the one where everybody <laughs> dies at the end? Easy Rider. I don't know. Isn't that a movie? Like, yeah, maybe. like motorcycles and shit? I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, we are also right now doing a giveaway of some really cool Easy Roller merchandise. So if you go to happyjacks.com slash giveaway, we are giving away um, some awesome dice trays that they have given us previously. Um, so if you go participate in that, you can like, like our channels and retweet stuff to get entries to get some of the other of their very cool merchandise because they're fantastic. And it's the dice tray that I use for like all our games. That I, it's got the little staging area around the edge. Mm-hmm. So like I keep all the dice there, and then you can roll it in there. It is my it is my absolute favorite. Yeah. Uh, dice tray. Dice tray slash dice bag dice carrier. Is mine a- like I just carry it around with me. It is everything. Yeah. All right. So um, right now, uh, uh, Easy Roller Dice has a Kickstarter. Um, and of course, now my computer is. <laughs> there it is. Okay, uh, they have a Kickstarter for their reversible self-standing dice bag series, nice. and there's eleven different designs. Mm-hmm. Um, and did they give me? They didn't give me a link. They did. They, probably. If I think we retweeted them the other day. I did, but that's the huge link. They okay. usually give me a mini link. A I'll, I'll make mm. a. I'll make a mini link. Okay. Um, so, happyjacks.org slash easy roller dice bags. No, no, all one word, all lowercase. Standing bags. I don't know. I already said that. Okay, fine. <laughs> slash easy roller dice bags. Um, <clears throat> and you can check them out. And let's see, I'm trying to see where they are right now. Yes. Uh, they're very cool. I was looking at them online when you t- tweeted the link. And like, they, they're, like, they've got cool colors, they're reversible, they're very nice. Do they have standing stones on them? No, the, the the bottom is flat. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you can stand yeah. it up. Yeah. Which is... So no, no, I mean like a picture of a standing stone. Like the men here, or whatever. Um, if my internet works a little faster, I will tell you what designs they have. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, I would like to know. I think they had the raven design that they have on the dice trays. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think a lot of them are the same. There's like the spellbook one. There's the raven design, which I'm partial to because it's purple no. and super cool. And Raven. And Raven, yeah. She's the best. Um, and then there's the wolf one um, that's like the silver like wolf design. And there's a Cthulhu one, too, that's green with squid head on it. And, uh, yeah, they're very cool. I think I, I think I saw most of those at the same. Um, but, yeah, they're very cool. I like the I like the fact that there's the dice bags that stand. Because I hate, like, the round ones, they start rolling around. And all your dice fall out, and they get mingled with Stork's dice. And next thing you know... Oh, then you're doomed. You have a curse on your dice. Doomed. <sighs> well, I'll mention it again in the middle of the show, because it's still loading. Okay. Their, right. their Kickstarter is so slammed right now. Yes. I can't... <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In this episode of Happy Jack's RPG Podcast, Ian from the UK writes in about a PC turned big bad. Vi or VY writes in about the HIPAA friendly GM issue. You may remember that from a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And Alan mm-hmm. from Knoxville asks asks for email text based RPG advice. Mm-hmm. But first, if you would like to email us, you can email us at happyjacksrpg at gmail.com, which we have access to, mm-hmm. happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. <laughs> we are on many social medias. We have a forum, happyjacksforum.com. That's happyjacksforum.com. Mm-hmm. Twitter, happyjacksrpg, all one word, which we have access to. <laughs> Skippy. Uh, Instagram, happyjacksrpg, all one word. Facebook, happyjacksrpg, all one word. Mm-hmm. And MeWe, happyjacksrpg, all one word. Mm-hmm. And Twitter, happyjacksrpg, all one word, which we have, have access, access to. to. Again. Sorry. We were locked out of it for 
a lot of this week. Three days, four days. We were very stressed out. Four days. (laughs) Well, we were locked out of the email account for months. No, no, you were. I was. I I had access. Everything was fine. (laughs) But then they sent sent me a security thing. I know, and then you reset the password, and I stopped having access. (laughs) Didn't I give you the password? No one had access. Didn't I give you the password? You did. I did, okay. (laughs) Well, it made me change the password. Yeah, I know. I think it made me change the password. But it said, is this your, your, your... cell phone number? I'm like, yeah, it's my cell phone number. That's the one you're supposed to be sending text to with my access code to get back into it and I'm not getting any of the texts. Yeah. (laughs) But I know it's my cell phone number. Yeah, it's right there. And the same thing happened with Twitter. Yeah. Um, It's an SNS thing, I think. It is, yeah. It's a thing. Uh, So, for going back to the Easy Roller Dice, um, I was wrong. I was remembering differently the the designs on them. They've got the cool, like, dragon eating its tail with, like, the Celtic symbol. They've got, um, like, a sword with some very cool, like, flames. Yeah. yeah, they're very cool. There's um, a cool sword one. Yeah, the cool sword one. I like the the like traditional dragon breathing fire is really neat. Um, and yeah, they've done a great job. It's already um, it's, it's funded. Yeah, it's totally funded. So they're definitely going to do it. And they're they're very nifty. Gonna have to get me some of those. Those are pretty cool. And then oh, there it goes. It's back again. Mm-hmm. And they, let's see where there's where, where there's stretch goals. And the, let's. The, uh, oh, is that a lion set or is that a dragon? That looks like a lion. Might be a lion. Though it is, it's a li- there's a lion dice bag. Oh yeah, yeah. Or- there's Ouroboros, Assassin's Blades. Yeah, those are like the double daggers. Slick. That one's pretty slick. I like that one the best. Uh, there's a mace design, mm-hmm. not like a can of, psh, but no. like a, but like, like a herb, right? A hitty mace. No, yeah, like the, the herb. Got <laughs> <laughs> that little stuff. The yeah. <laughs> uh, dragon's breath. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's a great shotgun round. That that is a <laughs> actually it's a shell, but yeah. uh, and then there's uh, the, a cleric one with an onk, yeah. kind of a Celtic. Oh onk. yeah, I really like the mace one actually. That one's cool. Yeah, it's neat looking. And then there's a gauntlet, and then there's the, the Celtic knot dragon. See, oh, they do have the spellbook one. That that was one on one of their um, their dice trays too. Oh yeah, the, yeah. that one unlocks with the tree at seventeen thousand dollars if they get there. Very Celticy. Yeah, I really mm-hmm. like that. The, oh, I like our listeners. I'm enjoying these descriptions. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, you got you already said the helmet. Oh, and let's see. Uh, All right, I want the spellbook one. So let's get them to seventeen thousand dollars. Seventeen thousand. Okay, yeah, that's right. the goal. I'll send them that. To <laughs> <laughs> mm, big big podcast money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Just take the seventeen thousand they just sent us. <laughs> there, yeah. From yeah. The advertising campaign. That's how that works. <laughs> Uh, all right. This devolves into a shopping trip like every one of our favorite games. Right. <laughs> PC turned big bad from Ian in the UK. Hello, Happy Jack's crew. I wanted to write in about a recent gaming issue, success, gaming success story about a campaign I ran that recently ended. Uh, as we approach the final arc, one of the PCs, I'll call him A. Oh, can I give him a name? Mm-hmm. Abercrombie. Yeah, I was about to do that. (laughs) Abercrombie is good. Underwent an interesting character arc in which they spiraled into isolation, paranoia, and religious extremism. Mm -hmm. As a rift grew between Abercrombie and the other uh, PCs regarding Abercrombie's ruthless, pragmatic, and often morally dubious actions, Abercrombie's player came to me saying that they were pretty sure Abercrombie was shaping up to be the big bad of the campaign. At which point, I dropped my actual planned finale for this juicy new direction for the game. Since it was near the end of the campaign, I would have been fine with Abercrombie's player still controlling them and shifting the game to be PvP-focused. But, since the player was finding it a bit less fun to inhabit Abercrombie's headspace, they elected to switch to controlling an NPC instead their last acts before handing Abercrombie over to me was to arrange a string of political assassinations behind the other PC's backs, culminating in them blowing up a church. I won't lie and say it wasn't. I wasn't a little pleased by another player's distraught, no, as they realized everyone's favorite NPC had perished off-screen, rescuing people from the collapsing building. Mm. Over the course of the next arc, the players unraveled Abercrombie's plans, alternately shocked by their actions and sympathetic to the tragic elements of their character. I had Abercrombie undergo undergo some (laughs) severe severe character development, in part because I had some fun ideas 
of what to do with them, and in particular because I was a bit nervous about portraying them accurately. So it was really rewarding when Abercrombie's former player told me they really liked how I had depicted them. One of the major emergent themes of the campaign was redemption, with many of the PCs trying to atone for their misdeeds and grappling with when and grappling with when to show people forgiveness and understanding. Thus, I felt it appropriate for the finale to con- to consist of the PCs desperately struggling to non-violently talk down their former friend while harried by opponents who knew all their strengths and weaknesses. It was awesome. <laughs> My question is, have you ever had PCs turn into an antagonist for the party, or even the big bad? And if so, how did you handle it? Also, I sent an email a while ago that I think your inbox might have eaten, but the gist of it is that Lady Blackbird is my favorite game to introduce new players to tabletop RPGs with. It comes with really interesting pre-made characters uh, while also making it easy to adapt and alter said characters during play. Moreover, the mechanics organically encourage the players to be proactive and develop their characters and the setting, which are good things to foster in a newbie. I saw in your actual play feed that some of you played Lady Blackbird and would love to hear your thoughts. I was not one of those people. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, one of my players has now invited me to her Monster of the Week game, and I am so ready to try PBTA games for the first time. Just reading the playbooks makes me excited to make a character. Kind regards. Ian from the UK. Enigmatic Ziggy on the forum, if I'm ever there. On there. Ever on there. Yay! No, Car- I have to look that game up. Car- I haven't even played that. Oh, Lady Blackbird. Yeah, yeah. I've, uh, I've heard of it. I heard a, heard a lot about it, but I don't. I've never actually played it. The the PCs becoming antagonists. I had one who I retired that would have been used as an antagonist. I'm almost certain had the had the campaign not petered off. Mm-hmm. That was it, and I've mentioned it many many times before. It was Oppenheimer from from Bill's. Uh, champions game back in the right. like late nineties, and he was a like hardcore, almost psychotic vigilante who basically went out and he, he had radiation powers. He went out and beat up and irradiated like teenagers who were trying to take purses on the st- off of street corners from old ladies, mm-hmm. and almost killed or maybe did kill. I, mean, I don't quite remember, but he was harsh. And the whole time there's like this political sub game going on. Because we're now organizing a superhero team in the city. Mm-hmm. It was the city. I don't remember what it was supposed to be. It was just a generic metropolis. And uh, so other player characters are like having talks with like the mayor and the city council and trying to make sure and see what the limits are going to be and and how we're how we're going to be are we going to be integrated in, into law enforcement or well, all this stuff's going on. Meanwhile, I'm me and one of the other player player characters were like. I've had enough talking. Let's go out and fight crime. And so we, <laughs> off, off we go, and we you know blast these people and send them into the, the IC unit, and um, and that we had a big blow up between the our, the sort of leader of the of our supergroup and my character, and it was awesome. It, it, we were like standing up, screaming in character, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, having this big f- philosophical argument about what what the fuck are we doing here? Are we here to we do gas and take names or you know so um, and then and at the end of it um, the guy who was playing the other character is like I don't know if these two characters would stay in the same group I'm right. like I agree with you yeah. and I took my character sheet and I handed it to Bill and I said you can use him as a villain at some point <laughs> I'll make another character I'll make a mute who doesn't talk <laughs> <laughs> those are so annoying to play right yeah. yes they are uh, but I didn't um, it, it, he never surfaced because mm-hmm. the game only ran in another couple sessions but yeah. he probably would have at some point. But that's as close as I got to having an mm-hmm. actual antagonist PC turn into an antagonist. Mm-hmm. We did in uh, in L five R game sometimes. Like if somebody was a scorpion, or we were all playing scorpions. Oh, I can like, see that. Easy. Which is, uh, I mean, a lot of scorpion games are great because everybody's like, we don't care about our honor. We're doing stuff for the emperor. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes one of the players goes, but but what if? Turned on all of you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, eh, sometimes that's fun. Sometimes it's, it's just annoying. Right. Um, in my Apocalypse World game, in the first Apocalypse World game I I played, I had uh, 
two players um, who they'd never seen Mad Max for whatever reason. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, the, the original? Road, no, the, the Road Warrior. The second oh, one. the second one, okay. Um, and they made, like, the gay couple that were on the uh, bike. They essentially, like, do you remember that? With, like, the one guy has the mohawk and then he has the... That's the one where they, they have the gas gas hauler. I think so. It's the one that... And that they're trying, the he says, huge I, dude I know where I can find a truck. Fucking mask on. Yeah, but it's like a it's like a compound yeah. that they're attacking. Okay, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. I remember that one. Um, <clears throat> not who run Bartertown. No, no, okay. that's that's the, that's <laughs> the, the third, third one. one, right? Yeah, beyond. Thumb, um, yeah. So they, uh, uh, one of them was was new to role playing, and she made a brainer, which are like weird psychic things, and she played this character very weird, and was just kind of weird to the other players. So the other players were like. Oh, Okay, and so she kind of like went on her own like metaphysical journey, um, ending up dying and becoming a mask that had its own metaphysical journey. Uh-huh. Um, that was really weird and fucked up. And then um, her character's boyfriend, man, uh, who was the manliest man that had ever manned, mm-hmm. uh, like ended up becoming just kind of isolated from the rest of the party because the rest of the party is going oh undead mask of your former boyfriend that talks to you mm-hmm. this is not something we're interested in mm-hmm. and because of that separation um, those groups became increasingly antagonistic to one another to where I put not like a red herring but like I like to put sometimes like what do you think this means out mm-hmm. and it just set <laughs> off those two players, they thought it. Oh my God, we have to do. We have to kill this person right now. And then the other players are like, "No, we don't. No, yes, we do. Kill them right now. No, we don't." And then all hell broke loose, um, and uh, it turned into a problem. And then those two characters had to end up becoming. Uh, well, one. Well, they both died, but one because it went on a. He went on a metaphysical journey. Uh, Ended up jumping into other bodies. It was really weird. It was it was a hell of a game. <laughs> um, so I had this like unkillable like bad guy that could jump into and control all of these other bodies of the hard hold that they were controlling and fighting for. Mm-hmm. So it became really interesting and a lot of fun. But uh, it took us a while to get there, and it was just I don't think anybody ever intended for that to happen right. until like. Fisticuffs got thrown down, and then knives got thrown down, and then bullets mm. followed. Yes. Um, <coughs> the there were some hurt feelings though about that. See, yeah. that's a, that's a, there were some a major thing. hurt feelings. See, it, it, this I, it, we've had someone write in not long ago in the last season or two. We had someone write in about where one of the players <coughs> somewhere through the adventure ended up becoming. Playing a character who was like a mole who was working against the rest of the party. Right. That's a dangerous thing to do, especially if you've got. A, if, if the other players at the table don't know that that's even a possibility. Because mm-hmm. <coughs> then you you really got a situation where where people are going to feel personally de- betrayed or, mm-hmm. or might possibly. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this situation. He handed his character over and says, "I'm going to play this NPC instead." Yeah. So everyone was on the. Everyone knew that okay, this guy's gone down a dark path. Changing, and, yeah. And he's gonna he's, he's gonna do whatever it is he's going to do. Yeah. But I, I think um, I, I don't have a problem with with how this worked. I've never done this. It would be kind of cool. I, I mean, I've gotten close, but yeah. never actually had a, a, an NPC show back up. I've never had NPCs mm. show up. Or oh, PCs show up as NPCs. Yeah. 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 I mean, I have PCs do terrible things all the time yeah. in, in my games. Yeah, and I've had good NPCs go bad, but it's interesting having it be a PC. And I, I think that's a bit important point you were saying, Stu, that it it was sort of, it's not necessarily given away, but it's sort of at least telegraphed to the party that, hey, this character, even if they don't expect that soon-to-be XPC to come back as the big bad, they know, oh, he's gone dark enough that the player is not interested in playing that anymore. Right. So there's at least... 
some telegraphs or, or communication or, or visual there for them. It's safe to assume with most GMs, you're probably going to see them. Yeah, right. But you don't know if they're going to be like the if big the game bag. Can, keeps going, right? But you don't know if they're going to be like the big bag. No, and or and, and you know what? Uh, cheers to him for for saying, yeah. "Oh, this is a more interesting story than the storyline I was doing." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you, what do you was it? You're supposed to kill your uh, darlings. Yeah, kill yeah, your darlings. Killing so he I always eat your babies. So, so yeah, I always mix it up and say "kill your babies," and then people get very upset at me. Well, eat your babies <laughs> isn't better. No, but at least it's a phrase people know. <laughs> don't you eat their feet? What, what, you, you <laughs> <telling> <laughs> don't kill them. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, oh my god, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it keeps the meat fresh. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Um, yeah, but I, I think it's interesting. I do. Yeah, like you were saying with the other thing, though, it's if someone, if the, if the PC keeps control of the character and plays along with it, that's dangerous. Yeah, it can get hard. Like we've sort of had that in a couple campaigns, like where we've had like a thief who was with the campaign and wasn't like necessarily going to be the big bad, but they have like a separate agenda and they're like stealing stuff along the way or hiding that they have something that's really important. After we get to, you know the. Dragon's hoard or whatever, and they steal. Oh, this beautiful gem, and it's like, oh, that happens to be the biggest thing, right? Well, I yeah. mean, I think it's really good for all PCs to have their own agendas. Yes, like, I, absolutely, they should. If you don't have your own agenda and just waiting for the GM to tell you what it is, mm-hmm. um, I think that is less interesting role playing. It's less provocative, let's say. Yeah, where it's like. You're you're just waiting for somebody to give you a thing. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. But there's also times where like, like everybody at the table knows we're going to look for the thing, and that player like knows they have the thing. They know their character has the thing. Oh oh, and they're hiding it from them. Yes. Oh, that's some bullshit. <laughs> what well, we better look for it, guys. Yeah, like, <laughs> and you're like four games of yeah. looking for this thing when everybody knows you had it. Yeah, pull the fucking. Actually, it's. Yeah. If you if they didn't know you had it, um, that'd be I don't know that'd be kind of rad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Not that I'm talking about anybody specific, but <clears throat> don't laugh. Keep going. All right. All right. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, and um, anyone here familiar with Lady Blackbird? I've read through it, um, and it's one of those things that people have raised to no end. I've never gotten to play it, unfortunately. But it's kind of like steampunkish, um, and it's written by John Harper, and he's done a lot of cool stuff that he just kind of, like, releases. And it is amazing. Like, he did Lasers and Feelings, too. Right. Um, and it's just these things that, like, indie gamers glom mm-hmm. onto and are awesome. <coughs> and, uh, yeah, I've, I downloaded it, and I've read it, but I have not gotten to play it. So... Well, the, the, you picked the wrong. We picked the Maybe wrong. This is the w- wrong week for this. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Uh, but yeah, I will. I'm gonna download that and check it out. You should uh, check out uh, uh, Tomes. Would definitely be the person to yes. if you're on Twitter or anything mm-hmm. to reach out to about that because he loves that game and he's super uh, a big is advocate it, for is it. Is it more like a story game kind of thing where you're like it's still a role playing game, but it's mm-hmm. mu- it's a little bit kind of in the in the it's kind of hippie. Yeah, it's 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 a hippie. So it's like game. it's like Burning Man hippie, where you're like yeah. you got a job, yeah, but and you probably have a really nice tent that you're staying in. You you rented an RV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you you're still you're still a hippie for hippie, that week. Hippie. Right. Yeah, you pay five hundred dollars for the tickets to be a hippie, but. <laughs> And you're probably still showering twice a day. Yeah. Because <laughs> you are in the middle of the fucking desert and it's hotter than fuck and dusty as shit. And, and you have that RV. And you have the RV, right. Oh, no, you, but you paid somebody to take your RV in and then you parachuted it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, that's probably a little too high. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe not parachute. Fast rope. Faster. All right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. From a plane. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Uh, response about HIPAA friendly GM from Vi or VY. Um, I will read this because I was there the first time. Excellent. All right. You know, uh, I, I just got to say, I think I'm done with the Caesars. Okay. Yeah. The first one was good. The second one is like uh, little, little too Brutus. I'm drinking. 
Worcestershire sauce. Mm. Maybe Worcestershire. I know, but it's it's just getting a little too much. Maybe I put too much in. So now that mm. we're, yeah, now I have to explain what you're talking about. Though. Oh, uh, the, the this this is a podcast. Let, there's there's a show called Letter Kenny, and, and it's on Hulu. And if you're not watching it, <laughs> you should watch the first five minutes of the first episode. Yeah, and you'll know whether or not you're going to like it. If you watch any show in the last two months, Stu's brought it up. Yes, that's uh, a bit too much. I don't know. It's, it it's feels been a while. like a long time. Well, yeah. they, I'm, I'm taking a break to watch what we do in the shadows because it was so good. <laughs> it was right. so but anyway, <laughs> anyway, so so in the later episodes, they drink they drink Caesars, which apparently is like a, a, a popular or some sort of importantly and culture culturally significant drink in Canada. Are they just called Caesars? Was it like Death of Caesars? Yes, well, it's some some websites call it Bloody Caesars. On Letterkenny, oh. they just call them Caesars. Oh, okay. I always thought like like. Uh, Wayne's sister will go and says, "I'm going to make a batch of Caesars." Mm. I thought, "Was she going to go make salads?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, it's no. actually a drink, and it's got clamato and vodka. It's basically a bloody mary with clamato instead of uh, tomato juice. It's got a little bit of Worcestershire in it and a little bit of mm-hmm. pepper. But the real important thing is the celery salt on the rim mm-hmm. of the glass, and that actually really kind of makes the flavor. Yeah. It really That's does. What Tappy was saying, too. yeah, it's yeah. delicious. And it, also, Worcestershire is in both Caesar salad and the Caesar drink. Oh, uh, maybe that's. I wonder if that's why they call it a Caesar. I probably not. I don't know. <laughs> but it, it, it is a. It is definitely a savory drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is savory. It, it, which it, I would not find it refreshing after like going out and picking up rocks on the farm. No. <laughs> so anyway, no, that's, that's what, what it is. That's what Bud Light's for. Or, or Bud Light mixed with Clamato. Clamato's. That's Clamato, right? Oh, that's a thing. All right. I don't know how, how Clamato became a thing. Like, that's that's amazing. It is, and I, yeah, it is grossly amazing. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry, go ahead. Mm, good day to you, Happy Jack's crew. I'm here to respond to episode 24. I'm a long-time lurker of the Happy Jacks community and listener of the podcast. Woo-hoo. I've been listening on and off since about 2009 <coughs> nice. and felt that some things needed to be said. Okay. That's like right near the beginning there. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. That's the beginning. Wow. Uh, Kurt and Tappy, I agree with you in that it's a good thing that the group talked about it, talked about what was going on with the memory loss player. Mm-hmm. Communication is important with others mm-hmm. in order to have healthy relationships. Not talking only helps strengthen the cracks between those in the group and conflict later down the line. Safe spaces are created through communication and trust in those around you. Mm-hmm. Here's where I assume someone would say, what if X person doesn't want to talk about X thing they're dealing with or don't feel comfortable about the situation? Uh, to which I would say, that's great. You don't tell, have to tell me about your feelings at my table. As someone who has mental issues myself, I get it. I don't expect anyone at my gaming table to go into detail about something they're struggling with. I just want them to know, hey, if you need me, I'm here for you. Now here's where I tell HIPAA to eat a dick. Actually, it's a whole bunch of things. It could be anything. It could be duck. Uh, there's, a, there's a big D. It's a big D and then a whole bunch of other things. Yeah. Oh. It could be eat a disc. Because <laughs> yeah. it has this dollar sign for where mm-hmm. the S would be for disc, right? And the and the Doc. percentage symbol looks a little yeah. like a K. Well, yeah. and you know eat what? If you had a uh, uh, discus like coming at you and oh. tried to eat it, eat it? in yeah. the air, right? That would that would be a terrible thing. So yeah, that'd be bad. Yeah. Uh, if you are taking medication that causes major psychological or physical effects have a deadly allergy, have a life-threatening condition, or any condition that I and the others at the table can take measures to prevent greater harm to you, fucking tell me. And that fucking tell me is in all caps, so that's screaming. an exclamation. Yes. Only one explanation, so it's not like murdering you while doing that. But it is very, very shouty. It's not splatter cum. Exclamation point, exclamation point, (laughs) exclamation point. That's a Justin Files reference, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't need you to tell me the full extent of your condition, but hell, laying those you're going to spend the next four to eight hours with might uh, want to know that you're taking medication that has a side effect of memory loss. Yeah. Dear God, man, what would have happened if this player went to the restroom and totally forgot where he was or why or who they came with? Hell, what if this was a Vampire the Masquerade game and the group really gets in the character? 
If I was that player, I'd probably freak out a bit. Not to mention add a new level of stress to the group of a fear-filled, flailing nerd loose in the house. <coughs> there is a level of responsibility on the individuals at the table. I agree with Kurt. It's not the GM's responsibility to avoid these situations, but as a player at the table and as a sign of respect, I do feel there is a level of responsibility to the individual to let someone know something. I do not send me rant about this in ignorance or to get someone up in a tizzy. I do it because not having that, that simple talk could cost someone their life. I've had three situations in my gaming life where people not divulging something about a condition uh, they had caused huge issues. First was a female gamer. Let's call her Sarah. Uh, that I used to game with that had a nut allergy that can kill her. Uh, my group's not big into nut-based consumption. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Especially not Sarah. Yeah. Uh, but every few months, someone gets a, a huge craving for something nut-based. Nut butter is the best. Yeah. Nut butters are delicious. Very like... Almond butter. And the like, sun butter. Yeah, sun oh, butter is so good. good. Um, bu- 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 I got because we're gamers, we share. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because you care. Yeah. Uh, guess who got a mouthful of almost death? Yes, Sarah got a huge mouth of chocolate peanut butter brownie, and in short order, she started to go into shock. Panic group of nerds trying to figure out what to do, obviously called 911. Duh, is not a smart group of nerds. After an ambulance was called, and luckily someone thought to look in a car for something to help, we found an EpiPen and put two and two together. Happy ending. Sarah's alive and fine, and now has an EpiPen stitched to her backpack at all times, just in case culinary assassination is attempted again. Nice. That's scary, and it's hard, man. Those EpiPens, I've had to give it to a few students a couple times, and it's, it's hard. Like, you have to, like, it, you have to have a lot of strength to use those accurately. What? What are you looking what? for? What? Why? Pens? Why? Because usually when you're giving it to somebody else, you have to get through clothes. There's like the needle. Oh, yeah. Because I've given myself a lot of shots and I've never had to. No, but you know. Yeah, it's like, you got to go through the sternum? Yeah. Like, no, no, no. Like, like, well, <laughs> <laughs> go get my little black medical book. <laughs> 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 no, maybe it just feels awful because they're like usually they're like the, the first time I do it it was like a first grader so this kid's like really tiny and it's like all right and it's like and it has to be in his thigh right and they're just like crying and you're just like I wasn't well, I was saving a, your life I was in an emergency room and there was a guy who ate he was allergic to some kind of nut mm-hmm. he doesn't doesn't know what it was but he was having some mixed nuts which he said he's never really had before mm-hmm. but one of them in there he's he's eaten nuts before and never had a problem but one of them I don't know who knows which one yeah. Brazil nuts because that's never alone it's only in mixed nuts right well no hazelnuts isn't it? sometimes they're alone anyway we're not going to solve that problem he he, um, <laughs> he he started his well his throat started swelling up so he said yeah. definitely a reaction he his he had a cousin or an uncle or someone who was staying at their house who happened to have an EpiPen. He gave himself a shot of the EpiPen. Cause he, I, the only reason I know all this is because he was in the next bay over for oh. me in the emergency room. And, Just and a little curtain between you. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, <laughs> so, you're, so you're bored and immediately start, start talking to a stranger. <laughs> right. No, I'm just listening. Just listening to oh, all okay. their private information. <laughs> they ended up giving him three more EpiPen shots wow. because the thing is, the, uh, apparently EpiPens, it's more of a localized effect. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't spread out, I guess, very evenly. Mm-hmm. So they gave him one in his other leg and one in each arm, and to, in order to get counteract. And within you know hour, hour and a half, mm-hmm. every, the swelling was gone. He was feeling better, and he was ready to go home. He's a little amped. Yeah, <laughs> 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 some adrenaline, right? Uh, yeah, no, I've never stuck somebody with an epipen. Maybe I'll get lucky. Like sometimes, I've. <laughs> I'll just call you so I never have to do it again. Yeah, I'll be right there. Okay, okay everyone, stay still. I'm going to call my golf friend Happy. He's going to come give the student the happy pen. Who never should be around children. children. <laughs> not actually. Worry, parents. I've given myself hundreds of shots. Yeah. But not through clothes. Yeah. And you have to make sure you give it like all in one. Like it has to be all in one thing. So if there's not like a, oh, oh, we didn't get all of it, go back. Well, there's usually a little window on it, isn't there? Yeah, there's a little thing, yeah. and it's and it clicks. And they spr- they're spring loaded, right? Yeah, they're like pretty. It. They're pretty dumb proof. That's what so. my, my my diabetes medicine I'm on right now is spring loaded. Yeah, yeah. That hurts to give me that shot. Yeah. Just a regular needle is like psh, psh, not yeah. a problem, but this thing it's like 
you're pushing, 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 and all of a sudden, boom! Uh, it, like, gets past the little thing and <laughs> stabs you. Boom! <laughs> right, and then it stabs you, and then it sits there, and you watch the little thing go slow. And it's, of course, in the refrigerator, so it's cold. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. I don't think I've ever given myself an injection. No, I don't ever give myself an injection. That's that, a well, weird I, feeling. That's pr- most people probably never give themselves. An, <laughs> that was, the, that was the, the, the the sound of disbelief on Stu and I's part. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, are you sure you <laughs> haven't? <laughs> the awkward silence that we never have on this podcast. Both Stu and I just stare at you like, uh huh, sure, Jan. I, we haven't. You haven't given yourself anything intravenously medically. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, The second was me. Yes, it is true. I was that dumbass. Take jabs now. Drink for honor. Uh, Second drink for glory. Um, When I first got into the RPG hobby, I just recently moved in with my father to go to school in the Chicagoland area. Uh, With this big move came a big health health problem, MRSA. No. Methicillin resistant Staphylococcus aureolus. Skid Row Staph. Yeah. That's what we call it. Because I don't want to say all of that. Uh, Yeah, it's a tough son of a bitch to get rid of. Yep. Sometimes you have to cut it out. Yeah. And sometimes it still is around. Yeah. We've had a couple people we know actually get this. Get it from hospitals usually. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's why you never go to County USC. Oh, no. Because it's like, that's where it comes from. No. Right. That's where it was born, probably. <laughs> that's where it evolved. Uh, County USC is a giant hospital, like, right by downtown LA, where they put people that don't have insurance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they just kick them out. So there's they, a, they live a, around there. Yeah, there's a yeah. gas station right there called Zombie Gas, because it's people who just got out of the hospital, and they're kind of, like, and walking that- around like zombies, and... You know so much more about the city we live in than I do. <laughs> Thank you for educating me. I just live right by there. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, ah, managed to keep it for two years. Whoa. During Jeez. which I was a vampire. Literally, the medication I was prescribed to deal with the infection had a side effect of uh, porphyria. Porphyria? Aka, the vampire disease. One of the major side, of, side effects of porphyria is light sensitivity. Exposure to direct sun causes your skin to fracture, burn, and blister fast. <gasps> wow. That's awesome. Probably Sorry. Not. So you were no, like not. super, super, super strong antibiotics, probably. Yeah. Wow. I've been on antibiotics where it says, do not go in direct sunlight. I've yeah. been on those. Yeah. Um, so when I first started taking the medication. So when I first started taking this kit medication, I thought nothing of it. It was a joke. Me, a vampire. Bwahahaha. Until I got secondary sunburns all, all over my face, arms, and legs because it was a bright, sunny Saturday, and you bet your butts I was gaming with college friends in a well-lit sunroom. Ooh. So you weren't, it was just indirect sun. Yeah. Right. Uh, I ended up going to the ER because my friend saw my legs start producing blood blisters. Wow. It was not a good trip, nor is the next three days in the ER, and they, my friends, were very upset with me. See, what you need to do is start oversharing, like me. Uh, Now the last example is one again Is one that again was me And that I'm still dealing with I was diagnosed two years ago With a condition called migraine aura Or wandering migraine Uh, This condition Is devastating to me when it happens Uh, Because of how this condition affects me I can start slurring my speech Or flat out not be able to talk Lose muscle control Causing my arms to go numb And my face to droop Smell toast Blood start running out of my nose, oh, and best of all, have temporary memory loss to the point of not being able to read or understand the people around me. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> uh, what, what does that, that sound what, like? Yeah. What does that sound like? Does that sound scary? Uh, do you, the reader of this email, know what to do in this situation? You call 911. <laughs> <laughs> what if I tell you it's all temporary and can just happen anytime without warning? Do you want to deal with this blindly at your table? You know, sometimes calling 911 is a bad thing. You need to know yeah. that. Like, yeah. right. 
Um, you can put people in massive. Oh no! Debt. But if or, you don't know about something yeah. like this, this reading that, I would think the person was having a stroke. If they yeah. were of the right age mm-hmm. and maybe the right weight, I would say, "Holy shit, dude, you're having a stroke." Well, and also if if you think they're having a seizure, um, you can call nine one and say they're having a seizure. And if they give you seizure medication and you're not having a seizure, that's right. real bad. Yeah, right. You don't you don't want that at all. Um, it's a stroke. Oh, there you go. Um, uh, when these R's happen, I have every symptom of a stroke, except it won't kill me because it doesn't cause brain damage. But no one can see that. I've had it happen in the middle of GMing when I was a player and last year when I was at work, and it sucks. But what sucks more is seeing my friends, coworkers, loved ones trying to help me or understand what's happening and not know what's happening, not knowing what to do, and watching them go through the mental anguish of being helpless. Yeah. Because of this, I tell every table I sit at what's wrong with me. It sucks some of the responses I get from people, especially at conventions. But I also get very positive responses from people, too. I'm sorry that you get bad reactions at the table, from, especially like conventions and stuff like that's that. That's lame. Yeah, that's lame. ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's very considerate of you and very smart to preface these things so people know how to respond in a way that's healthy for you and where they are avoiding some of the stress about wondering what it is. I think that's very brave of you, too, so nice job. And it, it's also probably going to save you on a lot of ambulance bills. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, also, no, no, yeah. no, don't come. Please don't. No. Mm-hmm. That's another $2,000. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you can get helicopter ambulance insurance and have them call the helicopter. <laughs> I've done that. It's like that's, fifty bucks a year. That is not fun. <laughs> Don't. Oh, that's to go in the hel- to go in the helicopter. Go in the helicopter. Did you have yeah. helicopter insurance? Uh, I, we had a lot of insurance, so oh, okay. We still ended up owing like thirty grand, but overall it was like two hundred something grand right. altogether. But thank goodness for insurance. Yeah. So we were very lucky to have that. And I don't even remember the helicopter ride. I'm really <laughs> mad. <laughs> so you don't know if it was fun or not. No, I thought it, I was so out of it. Like I told my mom later, like. I had a really, really terrible car accident when I was younger. And these guys had like just known me for like a year or something. Yeah, I was like nineteen, and then you became way more badass. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I, I like rolled a jeep a bunch of times, and like it was, a, I was a mess. Um, and I like later I was in the hospital, and my mom was like, like there, and I was super out of it because I was on a ton of morphine. I was like, Mom, is this a cheap hospital? <laughs> and she, she was like. No, it's a good hospital. It's a teaching hospital. Like, why? Well, they brought me in a really noisy little ambulance, and I, I don't, it just was really loud. She's like, "Honey, they flew you here in a helicopter." <laughs> 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 it's a flying ambulance. Yeah, flying ambulance. Oh, yeah. Oh man. So that, yeah, that's my my scary driving story. So continue. Mm. Uh, I now have access to. Is that a? Yes, I now have access to and always carry on my rescue medication that I can take that allows me to stay cognizant of what's going on around me and be able to communicate to people so that they know what to do to help. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kick of it is I have Dan from Fear the Boot to mm-hmm. thank for understanding my symptoms. Uh, one EP of Fear the Boot, they started talking about Dan smelling toast. Right. And he explained the FAST test to identify if someone is suffering from a stroke. Mm-hmm. Certainly, shortly after listening to that EP was when I first had my first migraine aura attack at work, and I saw a doctor shortly after that. Thanks for letting me respond. I apologize for the long-windedness or any feelings or toes I may have stepped on. Uh, here's a link if anyone suffers from migraines or curious and wants to know more. And it's a long thing from Mayo Clinic. Very cool. Um, yeah. I mean, I think I think it's fantastic that you are upfront and brave enough to share that with the people at your table for your own well-being, but for their well-being as well. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, when things like that happen, mm-hmm. it's really scary, and not enough people are trained in this stuff. I think it it is a little. I mean, these are very acute things, mm-hmm. but um, things like I I still think the other one like. <laughs> I'm on like seven different medications. As am I. I was, right? a, I was about and to so say. And so, like, if I listed all right, no. of my fucking side effects, that's not going to fucking Like, that's not going to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, just, it's just not. Well, first off, you don't experience probably 90% of them. Right. Mm-hmm. Because that's the whole thing about side effects. If it, if it happens all the time, it's like, well, this medication's no good. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you read this list of crazy things, because I'm on. I'm on uh, diabetes medication, and I'm on uh, cholesterol medication, and high blood pressure medication. Not because I have blood high blood pressure, but because <laughs> that's necessary to protect my kidneys from one of the other fucking drugs. Mm-hmm. I'm on an injectable medication, and I'm on uh, 
uh, an acid blocker, uh, and that's just the prescribed medications. Then there's the supplements my doctors have me take as well. Mm-hmm. And, and all this stuff has has side effects. And if I sat down to read all the side effects, oh, not enough time for the game. Sorry. <laughs> Come back next time for yeah. a reading of my side effects. And plus, most of them, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Dry mouth. Well, yeah, some of them like that. But if you do have side effects that really can influence the game, but you don't even know if you're going to have them until you have them. And you may right. not, you may have taken something for weeks and it hasn't affected you, and then all of a sudden, right. for some weird reason, it does at this one event. You can't blame someone. No, a hundred percent. And I think there's ways to do it that aren't like let's sit down and talk about you know my my all all my medication stuff. Like uh, medical bracelets are a great resource. I was going to say, yeah, if someone does collapse the table, look and see if they've got one of those first. Yeah, that- absolutely. Well, one thing I want to piggyback on top of that is one of my medication it has listed on a side effect memory loss. Mm-hmm. Now, memory loss from this isn't like. Oh my god, where am I? I I'm name? in a few. What's my name? Mm-hmm. It's man, I have no fucking clue what we did last game. Yeah, that, <laughs> right. <laughs> I have no idea. I literally have no idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so like that'd be weird. I think. Well, I think that's a different. Like, I, I think that's different. If there is a medication that can have more substantial. Well, but that is yeah. a substantial one. That is literally one that they talk yeah. about. The first one is. So it's like, yes, there are things, acute things, mm-hmm. important things. Absolutely, have a have a bracelet on. Um, I have friends who have medical tattoos, mm-hmm. like right. on them, so that you know absolutely. doctors know exactly like what they have, or you know. Yeah. I am diabetic. I am not drunk. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and I mean, those work. Mm-hmm. I mean, those right. are those are good. Absolutely. I have a few uh, motorcycle riding friends that have those, like their blood types and oh, stuff like yeah. that, are tattooed on them. Right. Ho- hopefully, it doesn't get rubbed off. <laughs> Just yeah. to say that. Morbid, morbid or smart. <laughs> um, there's also another, like another thing, and I, I think you're right, Tappy. There are, uh, you know, there's degrees of what you need to share and what you don't necessarily need to share, right. depending on how your medication affects you. Um, and how long you've been taking it, and also whether you're at a table with friends or you're going to spend a ton of time with, right. or like at a con game. Well, and also like all my friends know I'm crazy as fuck, and I'm on a t- fuck ton of like. No. Psych- I don't know what, what? you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> right? So like, if things start going weird, if I'm drinking and things start going weird, you probably have a good idea of what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah drug interrupt. Exactly. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Because almost every 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 pill I take says do not use with alcohol. Yeah. Right. And in fact, it's probably almost all pills probably. Probably say that. Uh, yeah. And if we were to talk to most doctors, I'd say, yeah, just don't drink. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just bad for you. It's poisonous to every single part of your body. Don't yeah, do it. It is. Yeah. Um, also, um, Bill in the chat room brought up if you have an iPhone, you can create a medical ID in the health app that, people, oh, that has the yeah, that emergency. Yeah, you can access without the code. So if you collapse, if you're at a convention or something like that, if you have an iPhone and you plug is that in, um, you, you're, they're able to bring up like the vital information. Right. So And make a 911 call. Right, I exactly. Um, so, and that, I know. Um, actually know a friend who had a car accident and she was passed out and they were able because she had her phone to know some information about her right so yeah that can be useful as well so um, if you feel like that's a thing if you want to sit down at the table and just say hey uh, I have some medical issues if anything happens the information's on my phone here this right. is how you access it that might save if you're if you're uncomfortable saying specifics about your condition that's another way to, to do that and right. make it make it safe mm-hmm. so Excellent. Thank you for the email there. Yeah. yeah. And especially if you have a, a nut allergy or something that will kill you. Tell people. Fucking say it. Like, like, oh, yeah. There's so many people who have it nowadays. It's very common. There's no real stigma. Like You should definitely do something that, that will keep you safe and keep people from hurting you inadvertently. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But if you're on keto, don't say you have a carb allergy because that is bullshit. And uh, you shouldn't. Not, like, yeah, don't, don't make up allergies yeah. to... yeah. Yeah. That's like the. Should I even say it because it's no, going to cause a flurry of emails? Yeah. Will it? Think it will. Probably. If I yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Right? Okay. I don't know. What All I'm right. The, the uh, gluten allergies. There's people who actually have gluten allergies. There are. And then there's people who've self-diagnosed themselves as having gluten allergies. Uh-huh. And maybe some of them do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> there was that study that showed that most of the people who who had self diagnosed there's a large percentage of the people who self-diagnosed as gluten allergies actually. Did not have a gluten allergy. I'm shocked. Yeah, <laughs> I've read that study. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure some of them do. Absolutely, but yeah. oh, I know I know people who actually have them. Yeah, absolutely. and I'm sure I know people who say they have them that don't. Yes, uh, one a lot of people don't know that they have or not might misdiagnose that is uh, trouble breaking down fructose. 
Yeah. Really? That's one that it's not common at all. It's, mm-hmm. it's definitely uncommon. But it's almost it, like being lactose intolerant. Similar, a similar thing. Yeah. You're, you're just not breaking it down right, and it's causing mm-hmm. problems. Problems mm-hmm. in your gut. Yeah. My daughter's convinced she has. She's lactose intolerant, so I buy lactose-free milk, but she will eat pizza all freaking day long and not mm. have a problem. Well, um, <laughs> cheese doesn't necessarily have lactose in it because that stays behind. Oh, does it? it? It's sugar. So if mozzarella has no sugar in it, then there's no lactose because lactose is a double sugar. It's uh, there's no glucose sh- there's no lactose in mozzarella cheese. Well, if you if it says there's no carbs, there's no lactose in it. Because lactose is a oh, double okay. sugar, just like okay. like uh, sucrose. Interesting. Um, it's glucose and oh, what's the other one called? There's three of them: glucose, fructose, and like galactose. Galactose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Wow! I just pulled that out of like <laughs> high school biology. <laughs> Useful. Yeah. I was, it's. I was trying. Keep on trying to remember is like galactose, but because yeah. it's right. like awesome, but it, it really is kind of like the shittiest of the simple <laughs> sugars. <laughs> All right. All right. Email-based uh, RPGs. Email-based RPGs from Alan in Knoxville. Hey there, Alan from Knoxville. I think it was supposed to be hey there from Alan in Knoxville, but that's cool. A question. And a- hey there, Alan from Knoxville. Yeah, that's sorry. what it's supposed okay, to be. Sorry. <laughs> punctuation. Like from punctuation. All right. A question and a shout-out request. Recently, things in my life took a turn for the worse, and all motivation regarding role-playing faded quickly. Though this difficult time, uh, through this difficult time, one person has stuck with me, and it is the brightest part of my life. We decided to give role-playing a try together, but due to scheduling issues, we've had to turn to email-slash-text-based role-playing. My question is to you, what advice can you share for someone who is uh, doing not only a text-based RPG, but also a one-on-one game? And now for my shout-out request. All right, let's stop there, and then we'll do the shout-out request. Um... So advice. Uh, so basically, you're just kind of like writing a story together, kind of, yeah. right? Because you're not. Are is it more of like a GM and role player, or you, are you both playing characters and kind of writing a story together? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, if if you're doing that, like read on how to write a story, because mm-hmm. that can be a lot of fun. Uh, I I think a lot of us kind of. Like at least I, me and my friends, I know a lot of us got started with um, role playing forums back in the day, mm-hmm. like online before like we got into MMOs and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. going back and forth, and I, I mean, yeah, when when uh, video calls were something for Star Trek, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Before there's no way, and the modem still made all the weird noises when you dialed up and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you're from my age, oh, no, um. Yeah, my <laughs> students cannot believe there was a time where like the internet wasn't just like all the places. It's crazy. Um, you had to call the internet up on a phone. Oh yeah, they're and just it was like, called a BBS and it was one. They computer. don't even know what a, like landline is. Like they have no concept <laughs> of what that is. That's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> we watched a. a <coughs> this is my class last year. We watched a video and there was like the 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 corded phone that was attached to the the thing, and they're just like, Ms. Malcolm, what is that?" It's <laughs> 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 like it's a phone. They're like. Why is it got a string on it? It's like, oh my god! Do they make like an aux jack for like a regular old like phone <laughs> thing? So you can plug it into your like cell phone and have oh, the old awesome. school phone. Yeah, they maybe make a case that has that on it. Maybe I don't know. Um, one thing <laughs> that I would uh, suggest from my days back in them uh, have different. Um, it depends on how you're doing it. If you're doing like a story together, I, I don't have as much advice for that because I've not written stories. But if you're doing back and forth role play. Um, have different color text or different style text so you can tell the difference between the two people going back and forth. Um, oh, also, uh, bold or italics for when someone is talking yeah. works a lot better than quotation marks, I find. Yes, absolutely. Or we, we see the little um, stars, little asterisks on both right. sides. That meant that it was uh, <coughs> a description of an action instead, which I still sometimes fucking do. Um, and now with markdowns, it makes it italic and everything gets messed up. People who see me on the forums are like, why is that a part of italic? And because I'm acting it out. It's bad. Sorry. Well, also, like, I is it like like a, a forum game mm-hmm. where you post and wait for the other person to go? Or are you on at the same time texting to each other? Well, I said it was a scheduling yeah. problem. So I'm assuming it, okay. it, it's not in real time. Mm-hmm. <coughs> um... Don't write too much, but also stay away from really short responses that the other person has nothing to uh, yeah. write right. on. 
But yeah, don't also do three pages. That's also bad. Oh, and power power posing sucks. Don't do that. What's power posing? That's when you tell the other person what their character is doing. Yeah, yeah. Be careful about that. You shouldn't do that in any role playing game. You shouldn't. But yeah. it's easy. in this, it's it's easy to accidentally do it yeah. because right. You you want to say what you're going to do when the other person does the thing, and you want to do it right now. Yeah, yeah. You, he, she walked up to him, and he put his arms around her, like so things like that. It's, right. Mm-hmm. You know, that was kind of role playing games, but um, but yeah. So it's really easy to accidentally fall into that trap where you become na- the narrator for both characters, and just be careful of that. Or wait, one of the things you can do is you can do a, a, an agreement. So, like this is the type of thing you can include in the part you're writing about my character. Like these types of actions, like nodding or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that can be like okay, um, and then. Just be patient um, is another thing. Uh, it, it can be really, it, it can be really hard when you do a post and you're really excited and you're like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting! Can't wait to see what happens. And then like the person is stuck at work and you're just like, yeah. eight hours later, why they answered? But yeah, chill out. It's fine. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah. Be be ready for it to take a long time. Yeah. Unless yeah. you both have like some sort of notification and you're like. Super up on getting to it as soon as That's possible. That's a smart idea, like having some sort of no- notification. Yeah, it's email, it. right? Yeah, like an email, email. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't get my email notification. I barely look at the thing, oh so God. it's a problem. So much email. Um, well, I I was dumb and like didn't make a separate email to, for all like the spam mm-hmm. things you sign up for. Mm-hmm. So I turned my email notifications off. Yeah. Now we now a lot of times when we role played back in the day, we did chat. So it was like instant in part of it. I wonder if you could mm-hmm. almost do that now with like a Google Doc, where you could one person types and then like the yeah, next if you happen types. to be on at the same time. Yeah, like yeah. if you ever had a scheduling time where you could <coughs> both do it, and then you still have a record of what you typed. It's not necessarily like a chat where it disappears or a Slack where after a while it, it's gone. Um, so it's kind of interesting. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. So. That's the worst part about Slack, that things like disappear. Yeah, I know. Yeah. After a certain yeah. Well, you can, you know, what, what, it's only, what, $12 a month per user to get that to stop? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not, we're not paying that. <laughs> no. No. I don't, th- I bet you no one's paying that. No, probably not. <laughs> big I think they are pay. for companies, yeah. Yeah, big companies pay that. No problem. Um, all right. Cool. Yeah, I, think I, that's, that's, I think that's all the advice I have. Yes. Let me just remind you. Oh, wait. There's a thing at the thing. No, it's a shout-out oh, request. Yeah, I'm sorry. And now for my shout-out request. Her character's name is Whiskey Radford. So, Whiskey Radford, thank you for being the best part of my life, and I look forward to the adventures we'll have in-game and in our future together. Thanks, guys, in, adva- in advance for the advice. Woot. Woot. Excellent. Thank you very much. Uh, easy Roller Dice, Kickstarter, mm-hmm. Microfiber, Self-Standing Reversible Dice Bags, Go to their Kickstarter. You can go to happyjacks.org slash easy roller dice bags. And I've already set it up. Yay! It's already working. That's why I was typing when you guys were talking. So it's already set up. So thank you very much to easyrollerdice.com for sponsoring this episode. Um, And uh, if you'd like to support the show, support our sponsors. Yes. Mm -hmm. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. Mm -hmm. And then let them know that you like are a fan of our show so they know who's buying their stuff. Yeah! Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sure they track that stuff. Mm, Yeah. But even if if they don't, you just let them know. Say... Yeah, but thank you very much for 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 joining us, and uh, I'll play the song out. Yay! Do the thing. The Do the thing. And thank you for joining us for Season 25, Episode 3 of Happy Jacks RPG Podcast. My name is Stu. My name is Kenny. And I'm Tappy. And we'll be at a game convention next weekend. Uh, August oh, yeah. th- 30th, 31st, September 1st and 2nd. LAX Hilton Hotel, strategicon.net for information. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll be doing the show, a live con show. Mm-hmm. Sorry for those of you who hate when we do live con shows at 8 p.m. Pacific time on Saturday. <laughs> There's a lot of people that hate when we do live con <laughs> They are getting better. They I'm are getting say, better. They are massively better than they used to be. And we actually have some, like, like good informative discussion yes. about what it's like to run games. We've been trying to get, get more ideas. of that than people bragging. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, thank you to EasyRollerDice.com and uh, go to HappyJackson.org slash EasyRollerDiceBags for their Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's already funded, but it's only going to get better. Thank you very much. Yes. And we'll leave you with a song. Spellbook bag. And I'll leave you with a song from, what is it, Crime, Betrayal, and... 
Mm, other horror, my my the EP. Album, yeah, yeah, the, the yeah. album you named. It's the album I named yeah. that I can't remember the name of. I should have picked a shorter name. You should have. Thank you very much. I'll think of one of them. Bye. You should name it. Ah. Unless you're playing D and D, and then they'll give you crap. If I told you the things I've seen on my ways If I told you the things I've done in my days You wouldn't believe me anyway So it's best I just don't say I've lived a thousand lives I piloted a thousand souls I killed and fought and died Just for a single role Sang a song to you from my trail Of the struggles and ordeals and travails Would you listen till the end? Could you even Bum, 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 bum.